Good Monday morning, guys. I'm Jerry Miller, and this is Real Talk with Keith Smith. Thank you kindly for joining us on a glorious morning in downtown Charlottesville, a show presented today by Yes Realty Partners. We're having so much fun. I mean, if you were listening to the show when the cameras were off, we were talking about um, robes, and we were talking about pajamas, and how we get about in our house, and Keith Smith is doing Smithisms left and right, Steve Martin and Martin Short trying to recollect the title. No, I didn't say anything about Martin Short. No, Steve Martin. Judah Wigkauer is a key contributor to the program as well. Let's welcome the distinguished gentleman to the show with a shirt that I think might be my favorite that you wear, my friend. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yona likes this one, too. I, I very much. What's the, uh, what's the graphic on the shirt? It's a little flowers. It's fantastic. Little, little, and I didn't realize this until this morning, but these are YRP colors. Blue, I know. Blue. That's, that's I, why I liked it. I didn't know that. That's YRP. That shirt is screams YRP. Look at that. Yona, uh, Yona said, wear this. I went, okay. Orange and blue. Yeah. I mean, whoever did the uh, the Yes Realty Partners logo branding and brand <laughs> identity. Oh my goodness! Wow. And the colors they picked out. And you know, colors. interestingly, Yes Realty Partners has significance because Y E S, the initials of Keith and Yona's two beautiful daughters, and Yona's too, right? That is actually Yona's initials. Is it, Yona, is it not your daughters too? Uh, well, I thought they were. Both my daughters have two middle names. Okay, I understand. Does so, one of them start with E? Uh, one of them does, yeah. Okay. I don't know which one, though. <laughs> <laughs> remember, the, <laughs> remember the show when you forgot your... What, what did you forget? You yeah, forgot yeah, your like yeah. daughter's birthday or something? Yeah. I think it was their middle you're, name. Oh, it was the middle name. That's what it was. You're, you're just lucky I remember your name. It was the middle name. Halfway across the show 454 today, by the way. Oh, 454, Judah. 454. 454 episodes of Magic, Keith. Magic. I mean, magic. he's got his prop on the... He, Keith embodies zest for life and when he goes about being a broadcaster on real talk with keith smith he brings that mindset if you could see behind the love sign adjacent to keith smith you would see what most people would call a closet of props i think the man has three crystal balls four hey, magic hey, balls. hey hey hey, hey. <laughs> i've asked you not to talk about that on air <laughs> he's got a construction cap on the uh, hard, it's a hard hat. hat it's a hard hat uh, and we got a new sticker jamie turner says the pre-show commentary is crazy these days i absolutely love it yeah, yeah, yeah. we well, love you jamie turner johnny arnalis good morning it could be the meds, meds i'm on jamie <laughs> i gotta do some math i didn't get a chance to take a look at week over week but man i'm looking at it right now uh uh, wow, car footprint, including the other side of the mountain, 61 homes came on the market, 106 went in pending. I've got to figure out what the percentage ratio of that That's is. That's not good. It's not good. That's yeah. pretty darn, not, qu- not quite at 50%. 61 would be 120, but 106 is awfully, it's awfully, uh, awfully close to... Uh, to doubling it and it was interesting on the way in i got a phone call from a viewer of the show actually oh. um, um uh, basically said i'm tired of renting i thought uh, i thought uh, prices were going to go down they didn't help me find the house so uh, believe it or not i actually do that all right he's a realtor he helps folks buy and sell homes um he is on this talk show three days a week to offer some clarity to what is undoubtedly one of the most competitive real estate markets Central Virginia has seen in some time. I think that's safe to say. Inventory is meager. I spoke in the hallway with a tenant, with, with a, a gentleman that works um, in, in kind of a Zoom town um, situation here in Charlottesville, and he's looking to purchase something. And he said literally to me, they own something currently. In my car. And he said, I said, I, I know a guy. I know a guy. I know a guy. <laughs> he said to me, he goes... There's nothing in this market. We're not even sure why we're doing this. Every single weekend we go out, we get more and more and more. So this 20-minute conversation on the way in from Lake Monticello to here, I was on the phone with this this young person. Um, You know, very educated. You know, um, actually a teacher by profession. Okay. Um, And we spent 20 minutes talking about why. You know, you should stay in the game. And I actually used our daughter, Yvonne, as an example in it. And, you know, you may not get it at the exact spot that you want. Obviously, um, she's looking to, she teaches at the city of Charlottesville. She wants to be able to walk to school. And, and, and I get all that, but the numbers are not kind of letting that happen. So, you know, my conversation with her was, is, look, you know, let's get into it. 
right? Get into the market. It may not be the perfect first house because this will be our first time home buyer. Build a little bit of equity up, right? We'll, fuck, we'll get Scott a little bit back into next year, refinance it, get some cash flow, get some, some um, equity built up, some generational wealth built up on it, and then make the next step a couple of years down, down the line. So actually uh, going to show us some homes after after the show today. So That's hopefully, awesome. Hopefully we can help this young person get out of the rut. Not that rentals is not is a bad. Rentals is a good thing. It has their place. But as she said, I'm tired of paying somebody else's mortgage off. Uh, Kevin Yancey says, do we need to start being worried about foreclosures? And he references a, a macro story from NBC News on foreclosures upticking. Yeah. So upticking to what, right? They are upticking. They're not upticking here, right? We can take a look at what, what closed in the last seven days, and I can assure you none of them are, are foreclosures. Um, it's probably you're going to start seeing it uh, on the outer rim. I actually watched the rest of Mandalorian. Oh. Uh, so that's where the outer rim came Okay, came okay. Uh, Yona had an appointment uh, Saturday night, and... She's not a fan of Star Trek, so I got to sit down and binge watch the last couple of episodes. Uh, but yeah, on the outer rim, that might be that might be uh, impactful. But man, we're <clears throat> we're not going to see you know millions and millions and millions of or foreclosures. Not in this area for sure. Yeah, I don't think that's something we got to yeah. worry about here. So what? What? All right, we're going to talk about the I, ROI stuff. I want to. I want to. I want to talk on the ROI here, Judah. Get ready for this here. What, ex- what excites you about this real estate market, Keith? Let's look at this from a positive perspective oh, sitting first. sitting across from talking to you for three times. What <laughs> excites you about this market? You know, yeah, it's, 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 I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. Um, I think I've said this a bunch of times. I'm actually more excited about the real estate market right now than I've been in years because this is, I get an opportunity to have a 20-minute conversation with a young person who is seeking a trusted advisor, right? I, I need help, right? This isn't about numbers. This isn't about commissions. This is about helping somebody move one of these trips around the sun, right? Which is food, shelter, and clothing. And we do shelter in that to help this person go around a trip around the sun and build some, some equity and move up the housing ladder. That, that's why I'm excited about it. And you need to, you need, you need to, have your proverbial you-know-what together in order to really help people. And uh, so that's what I'm excited about. I love doing it, man. I like that. I like that. Judah, mark that right there oh, for the I first knew you sizzle were, reel I, right Halfway there. through it, I'm going, he's doing a sizzle it reel. It was so good. It was so good. Now, <laughs> the gist of today's show, the theme of today's show, and Jamie Turner, I think you'll appreciate this. Johnny Ornalis, I think you will. Mary Kirby, hello. Welcome to the broadcast. Hey, Kevin Johnny. Yancey, Kevin Higgins. Folks, I think you'll like this. We're going to talk the value proposition of remodeling your house and what the return on investment is, these are, this is data sourced from cost value, a very legitimate outlet. So let's talk about that for a second. That's an interesting group because that comprises of multiple entities. You have uh, uh, Remodeling Magazine does this. The National Home Builders Association is part of it. NAR, National Association of Realtors, are part of it. And they come together and they do this every, every year. This is legit. Going back to 202. Right. So I can actually pull the year out and figure out what was and what wasn't. Um, but I'll let you finish your, your monologue. As so, I so absolutely. So, Judah, we're going to create some content out of this as well. I have a feeling Keith is going to show some slides. So have you ever wondered what the return on investment for a garage door replacement is or for a minor kitchen remodel or if you take those windows and you replace them and you make them vinyl? How about a bath remodel if you stay in the mid-range game or a complete window, window replacement? We have that data for you. So in a competitive market like this, making projects or making um, improvements like we're about to highlight will really help your property stand out where you can achieve top dollar. Keith, which one do you want to start with? Well, let's start with slide number one because it's really interesting. So, the, so these are the top 10. They've been doing it for 20 years. Top 10 things you can do to your house to drive ROI. And, and of course, these are national stats, but you know, for those of us who've been in the in the field or in the business locally, they kind of 
kind of echo what we're seeing. But it's very interesting. The number one ROI, <clears throat> which produced 103.5%, was HVAC electrification. Look at that. I think I got that right. Conversion. What, the, what does that mean? There you go. I said, what, what does that what mean? That, what does that mean? So... <clears throat> That's HVAC electrification conversion is the number one ROI that you can do from your house from a remodeling project according to cost value, who is as legit as a source as you're going to find for, for items like this. Except for real talk. Except but real uh, but uh, interesting, that's the first time it showed up in five years. Uh, matter of fact, first time it showed up at all. So what that is, is if you have a, let's say, a fossil fuel furnace, right, you, people are ripping them out now and putting electric uh, heat pumps in, right? So if you have like um, uh, oil or nat natural gas or LP, and it's interesting, Yona's got a listing that we're working on some offers that has oil in it, and it's every client or every agent that's calling us is asking us, well, how come they didn't convert it, right? So this is a big thing now, converting it. So if you convert, if you've got an oil-fired or fossil fuel-fired heating and cooling system, and you go ahead and do that, so the national average is about 17 grand, it pulls in 18,000 at the table, you're actually gaining. You come out ahead. You come out ahead. Yeah. And those are the kind of projects we'd like to see. Unfortunately, they're not all at a plus return on investment. In fact, from the slide that you've put on screen, Judah, if you want to put that back on there, there's only four projects that you can do where you recoup the entire value of your outlay. So let's go to slide number two, if you don't mind, Judah. Please. So <clears throat> this is the first time since 2017 any one of them went above 100%. So right now, you've got four items that you can do to your home that will generate at least what you put into it, if not more, right? And it's one, our proverbial entry door. We've been talking about that for years. Garage door replacement. Right? No, no, front door. Oh, front door yeah, front replacement. Front door. Now, it manufactured stone veneer. So this is like when you go ahead and put stone on the front of your home and dress up the front of your home. Garage door is, is number two. So the first top four is all curb appeal. Top four is not only all curb appeal, but the top four items here, you legitimately, according to this source, cost value, get 100% plus return on your investment. So folks would say, why not do this? Obviously, you got to have the cash to do the project. So <clears throat> I went back and looked at some previous shows, right? When, you know, everybody's kind of tired of me talking about the six things, right? Location, price, features, condition, timing, and who on the other side matters. These are the two things. These are the features and the condition, right? They matter really m more than anything right now. We were predicting this at the end. I just didn't know the numbers. We were predicting this the end of last year and the beginning of this year that you're going to start seeing that. And I'm looking all the way back to 2002. There hasn't been a single year that there wasn't at least one excuse me, more than one, over 100%. The last one was 2017, and you want to guess what it was, the, re the remodeling thing that got over 100%? 100, 100 in 2017? Yeah. Tell me. Insulation in the attic. Really? That didn't even make this top This is not 10. even on the list. It's not even on the list this, yeah. this year. Why, does the, um, why do the items on the list change? That's like, great. why are they not consistent year over year over year? Well, so I mean, some of them are. Well, the garage door has been consistent. And for we've a been while. talking about that for years, right? You know, again, the front door has been, been consistent on it. So they're, they are um, minimal entry dollar investments for the most part. But they get the highest return out. And they get the most eyeballs on, on a home. When you drive up to a home and you got a garage door that's fallen down or a front door that does not look pristine, it just, you just start off at the wrong foot, right? So cleaning up the outside of the home and making it curb appeal makes a difference. It makes people want to walk in into the door. But it's really interesting. Um, if you go back in, back to year 2019 on slide... Slide number, slide number two, which is the brown, 
they really didn't have too much even coming close to 100%. There was a couple of north of 80, and there was one just right at 80, which is the kitchen remodel. Well, 18, excuse me, 19, 20, 21, what was the market like back in those days? You didn't need to do anything. Right. You just needed to have a, a door. Right. <laughs> right. You needed to walk in, be able to walk into the door. Having the home in the right condition with the right features matters now. It matters as long as well as location and price. All these items, these six items that I talk about in my sleep, Yona goes, why are you mumbling in your sleep? And I'm going, one, two. Are you doing real talk with Keith Smith in your sleep? I am, I am. Next to Yona? This is a lot of pressure, a lot of pressure. A lot of pressure. pressure. Yona, you're welcome to join us anytime. Uh, that uh, I can't wait till your daughter moves here and she starts joining us because his daughter is pursuing her real estate license as the Smith family and YRP embark on a potential second office in the Richmond market. Well, we don't, we don't want to promise an office. There's an extra, there's a little office in the house they're buying. That might be. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you even need an office? I mean, we, we talked about this, the uh, Nest Realty downtown office mm-hmm. built to suite, yeah. built to suite is now for rent in yeah. downtown Charlottesville, and there are no agents in there. Yeah. Uh, this is right next to ACAC in the Gleason building. We're talking 5,100 square feet. I had a second phone call with a client over the weekend. I'll leave the, name, the client's name out of it, and we're negotiating some home inspection stuff and so forth and so on, and he quoted a show from two years ago. What do you say? Pardon? What do you say? Well, we were talking about the change in the market and so forth and so on, but the fact that he quoted something two years ago, and I went, thank you, but I can't remember what I did Friday, <laughs> today, Saturday. That's not really And fair. on top of that, if folks that you're doing business with are referencing the show that you're doing from two years ago. I must be doing something. You right. must be doing something. I must right. be doing something. Yeah. Right. So, look, we've been talking about this. This comes up this time every year, right? You know, in the, the last couple of years, it didn't matter. Projecting going forward, even though inventory is beyond tight. Beyond tight. Understatement. But if it ain't in the right location, it ain't in the right place, we don't have the right features, we don't have the right condition, and what's happening is the market is a, is a bit lagging, to sellers in particular. It's usually, usually what happens is sellers react much slower than buyers do. Buyers very quickly react to the change of the market. Sellers don't, for whatever reason. Had another conversation with a client over there. They, 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 uh, they, I got the proverbial, my next door neighbor said that I'm putting my house on the market too low. And I said, oh, great. So what real estate firm does your, does your neighbor, oh, they don't work in real estate. I said, oh, okay. Wait, 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 wait. The next door neighbor goes to and says the price point's too you low. You put your house down too, price yeah, too low. Yeah, because the next oh, door neighbor wants the value for their house. Uh, oh, by the way. Uh, by the end of the weekend, we had multiple offers and all this stuff. So we hit the right number. We hit everything right. But th- but you're constantly having this battle of somebody else is a trusted advisor other than you, right? And you have to navigate navigate that very carefully. But, uh, you know, uh, the answer was as well, we've received all these offers, and they were pretty much at the list price. So I think we actually called the market, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, the, the point is, you know, well, I don't have to do anything to my home. That's not true. I mean, buyers are going to come in. Buyers right now, since they're paying 6%, 7% in mortgage, want to purchase a home that they don't have to That's ready at- to go. Absolutely. Yeah, they're at their ceiling with their monthly payment. And on top of that, as multiple people have highlighted, and, and it's, it's worth me mentioning this to you, they're like, these projects we understand are affordable, but find somebody that can actually do the work in today's climate. Good luck with that. Multiple well, people have put that on the socials right now. Yeah. So actually, you can pull down and go to Interstate Service Company. They, they can help you with this. Pull down our partners tab. They can help you with it. You know, if somebody wants to to do anything on any of these things, DM me. I've got people. I got a guy. He's got a guy. I got a he guy. He actually does. He's uh, got multiple guys. I got multiple guys. I actually, I, I legitimately have seen him do this just with a client that he represented with bringing their property to market. Yep. Yep. And did it on the budget and on time. Yeah. And I then got, got the house sold. 
Not that I'm doing. Got that. the house under I contract. Just, I can I can refer you out to folks. Don't I, I don't want to be clear. I'm not going to GC it for you, but I can refer out to people that will get it done and and do it. But look, a garage door is a simple thing. Call Apple Doors or whatever. You know, that's a simple change out front door. Maybe a little bit more complicated than that, but front door is a trip to Lowe's. Uh, no, sir, it's a little more than that. It's a trip to Anderson's. <laughs> it may be a trip to Lowe's for you to put it on your credit card. Yeah, somebody's got to deliver it. Somebody's got to remove the door, as you will know over here. <laughs> <laughs> it takes skill to actually install a door, sir. We have uh, in our studio, what he's doing right there in our studio in downtown Charlottesville, we've had one of our doors. For years. For years, um, like not installed of- properly till the Cape Crusader himself Keith Smith comes, not only does he fight uh, affordable housing during the day, but he's one of the best handymen you'll ever see in the afternoon and at night. Just don't Yona's tell Yona. Because that honeydew list is going to get longer. Nick's. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got questions coming in yeah. fast and furious for you. But, I, but seriously, I can help. You know, the, eight, the, H, the HVAC conversion or upgrading, this Albemarle Heating and Air, for instance, great company, right? There's you can get somebody in there to go ahead and get get it get it swapped out. I strongly suggest doing that. Heating and air units are coming up on a regular basis when we're so people are now looking at the age and people now understanding if it's over ten years, ah, it should be something. What I found really interesting is this. Do you realize what wasn't on this list? What was that? Roofs. Another thing that surprised me about this list, I would, would have expected that. Is is they make sure to caveat with the kitchens and bathrooms that the remodels are are minor and mid range. Great question. Did you notice that? Like, okay, so folks that want to do this sexy bathroom master primary bathroom remodel, it's not a master anymore. Primary bathroom remodel or or sexy kitchen remodel. The ROI is not there if you go never super was. big splash. It's never if you can go. That's back. for quality of life. Yeah, but you're not getting ROI. If you do something minor, you're getting ROI. But even the minor bathroom remodel, the ROI on that's only sixty six percent of what you spent. Will you put the first slide on there that shows it? Mm-hmm. I mean, the bathroom. Everyone talks about kitchens and bathrooms selling homes. So, so let's define what minor is because I'm reading their please, definition please. of minor. So it's generally replacing of countertops. So if you had a um, formica, formica count- to granite. Yeah, right. Formica, real formica to granite, right? Replacing appliances, right? You're not you're not redoing all the kitchen layout and so forth and so on. Um, changing out pulls and doorknobs, right? You know, that's a simple upfit, right? So for instance, our home was built in 2001. And back in 2001, all the rage was the bright brass uh, gold knobs. Well, right now it's, it's um, either pewter or, or silver, come on, stainless steel. That's the word I'm looking for. So we just swap them all out. I go up to Lowe's. I get a whole thing. Take a screwdriver. Take it out. Put it back in. You know, I can do these things. It's not that complicated, right? And it it jazzes things up a little bit. Countertops. When you're doing a renovation project and you're limiting it to one item, like let's talk about countertops. Cogswell Stone, out in Fulvana County. They'll come in, remove the top and put the top back on. You don't really have to bring electricians and plumbers and all these different folks in it. So when you're trying to do renovation projects, you want to try to singularly focus on some small things that only one person can do. Garage door, one company comes in, takes it out, puts it in. Front door, a little bit more work on that because you've got to pull trim off and paint and so forth and so on. But i got a guy. Um, coming in fast and furious. Are you ready? I'm drinking coffee. Um, you're doing a great job today, Keith. Keith Smith, Yes Royalty Partners. Keith Smith, Yes Royalty Partners. John Blair, hello. Nobody wants me to put the hat on. Neil Williamson, hello. I love the hat. Yeah, I'm not going to put it on. I really. Well, that, I got a meeting after this. So you don't want to mess up your hair. I don't want to mess up there. You got. You got to make a presentation. You got to close the deal. Is the deal closed? No, this is. This is something else. Oh, this is something else. This is, evidently, it's a secret. 
total secret. Okay, it's a total secret. Okay. Jason Howard. Well, if I tell you, promise not to tell anybody? Tell me. No, I I'm promise. not going to tell you. I promise. It's actually something to do with uh, Neil Williamson's home, uh, home county. Okay. Got, got a little, little, little thing going on out there. Well, speaking of Neil, he just left a comment 10 seconds ago. For your information, plumbers are usually involved in counter replacement. Kitchen sink, Keith. Yeah, yes and no. I, I disagree with that. You disagree with that? I do. I do. Yeah. But I w- and I very rarely disagree with Sir Mr. Neil Williamson. Sir Neil Williamson. It depends on what you're swapping out, right? If you're swapping out an undermount, usually the undermount is, not to get too geeky, the undermount's attached to the, to the granite. And generally, if it's exactly in the same location, you know, it's just a whole bunch of fittings that you can take off and put back on. If you're, if you're just literally replacing what's there, you know, with existing or modern or updated fixtures, it's, you don't need to be a plumber to do that. Now, you're reworking plumbing and you're bringing water from different spaces or, or drainage from different spaces. The answer is yes. But trust me, with a couple of wrenches, you can change out a faucet and a sink. Keith Smith knows what's up. Jason Howard. And I'm not betting my mustache, Neil. Well, it sounds like you're winning the bet. (laughs) It sounds like Sir Neil Williamson is, I think you're, is he buying you a bottle of bourbon? I think that was the bet, Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Jason Howard says this, First Republic Bank failed over the weekend. Third bank since March. And they got bought out by who? I saw something Uh, this morning on that. Yeah. Chase, J.P. Morgan Chase. Yeah, Yeah. Jamie Dimon came and saved the day. Um, Jason Howard says this, will this have any effect on mortgage lending or real estate, Keith? Nah, it didn't didn't before. It won't this time. It's not a systemic uh, issue that got us into trouble in 2008. This is really, you know, this is a great question for Scott on Wednesday. But, uh, yeah, I don't. I don't see it. You don't think it'll tighten lending at all? Well, I think it could tighten. Lend, well, lending's tight already, right? It could tighten it a little bit. I think it's going to tighten commercial. Well, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tighten yeah. commercial lending. Are we talking commercial or residential? I'm well, sorry. I, I missed mean, that. He, he, he was talking residential. Yeah. I, I added the commercial. He meant residential. Yeah, so I, I don't see that. But lending, lending requirements are super tight. That's the reason why you know, we won't have a repeat of 2008, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't think so either. The equity's there, man. So and you also, you also won't have equity. the fork back to the foreclosure yeah. thing. You won't, because all the bank's going to do is say, well, sell it, right? Now, the, what got us into trouble before was homes were being appraised more than what market value was, and people were borrowing more than what market value was at that particular, particular time. Now we've got a bunch of equity built in, and there's just not enough inventory except in green county green county is going to get a bunch of inventory yeah but you're also starting to see the nimbys um starting to pop their heads slowly up in green uh i would ask mr uh williamson that how many units are coming on market in what period of time in green oh i would say um eight according to jim friedel 1800 probably 12 24 months maybe a little bit more than that so you're talking about 1800 rooftops in less than 24 months in green county 24 36 i'd have to look that's, at each individual project that's a boatload of rooftops yeah mm-hmm. yeah the green green county is going to be the rock star in, over the next couple of years i'm absolutely confident of that all right what do you think the population of green county is right now oh oh god that's a great question i don't I know I'm never supposed to say I don't know the answer to that, but I don't know the answer to that. The population of Greene County right now, according to the 2020 census, 20,552 people. 20,552 people, according to the 2020 census, Greene County population. I think Fulvana is like 27 or 28. You get 1,800 rooftops. What's the average head per rooftop? Three and a half? No, 2.3. Is that right? Oh, yeah. That seems light. No, well, I never figured out who the point three looks like. But oh, so you're saying the average headcount per American rooftop is two point three? I believe so. I don't know that for for sure. I've saw, seen that someplace before. Neil will know that for sure. So you're talking. Let's go with the two point three number. Eighteen hundred times two point three is four thousand one hundred and forty people. Green County basically is going to increase its population by twenty percent in two years. Think about that. That's what you guys are saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In t- two years, Green County's population is going to increase by 20%. That's a substantial increase. Mm-hmm. Hold on a second. Let's see if I got this right. I think 2.3 is light. Neil Williamson says um, the 1,800 units are already in the pipeline in Green. There's other new yeah. projects that are facing headwinds in the county. 
So in, a, Lord, according in to Wise Voter, uh, the state of Virginia is 2.6. 2.6. All right. Let's take that number. 1,800 rooftops in the pipeline in Greene County times 2.6 people per rooftop. That's 4,680 people. According to the 2020 census, Greene County's population is 20,552 people. That means Greene County is going to increase its population by 22% over the next 24 months. That's a massive increase. But it's been in a pipeline for a while. Well, I get that. But I, that's a massive increase that will be and, noticed. And Neil would know more. That's a massive increase, twenty two percent about the tracking. And I, I may be off a little bit, but you're, you're going to you're going to see those things in the pipeline come along. Now, to put a little bit of caveat to it, the fact that it's in the the fact that it's been approved, let's say rezoned and site plan approved, doesn't mean it's going to get built. Right? There are going to be some pro, some percentage of those numbers that may not get built. Depends on where the location is and so forth and so on. But I, I can tell you it, it's, going to, it's probably going to be well north of 1,500 physical in the ground. I know Stanley Martin Homes, one of our fine sponsors, has a 500-unit project in Rutgersville coming out of the ground or in the horizontal portion of it uh, on it. And, you know, so it doesn't take a couple more projects like that to get up to – actually, it takes two more projects that size to get up to 1,500 uh, There's a massive population increase. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, well, where are they going to go? If not, Neil says um, Neil and guys. Neil lives in Greene County. He's the president of the Free Enterprise Forum. All around A plus guy. We like him here. He says the market and availability of financing will dictate the absorption rate for sure. any projects anywhere. It's interesting. So um, the financing will be less. I think you got Frito watching you right now. Uh, hey, Jim. The financing would be less on the retail side, but more on the development side. What do I mean by that? All these interest rates that are climbing from the Fed impacts acquisition and development loans. So as the rate climbs, it becomes more expensive to develop. That's where the direct connection is on the interest rate that the Fed's raising, because when you borrow development money, it's usually tied to prime, and it's generally, depending on how you negotiate it, anywhere between one to two points over prime. So whatever prime is, add one or two points, and that's generally what the developer's paying. And all the years that I did that, you know, that was the number I was always tracking because I did a budget based on X, oops, interest rates just went up 2%, and that eats up to the bottom of my budget. So then what could happen is sections could not be built Say, okay, well, we don't have the cash flow to do that now. How many I, homes have you built? Oh, I don't know, 600. 600 five, homes. Five, 600. Yeah. Like that. Yeah, yeah. So he's speaking from personal experience here. He developed what? It was called the Acres at Lake Monticello, right? I did, I did several Acres, Nahor, one, two, three, four, five or six developments yeah. over the years. Yeah. So when, when Prime goes up, cost of, um, cost of getting money becomes more expensive. Money's more expensive. The money's more expensive. The houses start at a higher price point. It depends on where you're at in the in the spectrum, right? You know, it, 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 and it depends on how you're structuring it. I used to do much like what Stanley Martin does, right? They they develop and sell. That's what I did, which was great until oops. Yeah. And uh, but most developers don't do that. Most developers don't develop and go. So it's called horizontal and vertical. Most developers don't. Stanley Martin does, and um, so they're a little bit more flexible, but. You know, if I'm negotiating with, if I'm the developer doing a horizontal, and I'm negotiating with Jerry the builder. I'm negotiating a takedown schedule. I'm negotiating a thing over time based on a purchase of today. And if my development costs go up, I can't go back to Jerry and go, "Oops, sorry, we now now unless we negotiate it that way, which wouldn't happen." Right. You know. Right. Um, Green I'm sorry, County. I geeked out there a little. No, bit. dude, please geek out. We like when you geek out over here. Eighteen hundred units. I just, I just, I, I get that, but I just can't go. I can't wrap my mind around. This is the first time, and I just as you were talking, looking back, I'm back on slide number two, Judah. This is the first time we've had more than one renovation since 2002 that uh, exceeded 100 percent ROI. So that's telling me 
that the market is getting it and the market is is listening and the market is working on the features and the conditions because they're they're building it into it now so when Keith brings a buyer there we don't have to go in and do it. same thing happened with my daughter and son-in-law in Richmond right they paid a little bit more for the house but everything is done brand new heat system brand new refrigerator brand new um, appliances a uh, brand new paint job every brand new roof everything is brand new so these young buyers are moving in and they're good for a couple of years at least at least that when's the move-in date um uh, we're closing first week of June, but they're not moving until the end of July, I think. July, August, something like that. So that's when they're here. They will not be here until July, August. That's exciting. I am excited. I'm about very it. excited for your family. He's I got am. his. Uh, for those that watch Real Talk with Keith Smith, he's got his daughter, his granddaughter, and son-in-law moving from Seattle to Richmond as his son-in-law doctor takes a job in the Richmond market. Um, so it's going to be exciting. I think we're also talking about his daughter maybe coming on the program. Yeah, yeah. She, she, time she'd love, time she would love to come on. Yeah, I think we would love well, to It'll pretty up the set a little bit. And young, youngify the set, pretty up the set. And she's got go. valuable perspective to offer. And she knows big words. And she's pursuing a real estate license. So last seven days, just, just to look at this, to get this stat out there, we had 90 homes close in this seven days. 25 of them were cash. I know that we were talking about that last week. A comment's come on the feed here. This one's from Christopher, and Christopher says this. You guys bring up the cash buyers here, but as you've also indicated, and I think it's important to relate to your viewers, a lot of those cash buyers are immediately getting into a financing vehicle once the deal closes. Yeah, we can't track that other than Scott can help us with that, but we can't track that. I can tell you the few that I'm working on, that's what they're doing. They're using cash. To win the deal. To win the deal, and then they're financing it. But, they, but, but like the conversation I had with the young teacher on the way in is, you know, literally in tears, right? I don't know what to do, right? I don't know what to do. I, my rent's going up double digits. Houses are going up single to double digits, depending on where you're at. How do I get off of this hamster wheel? and get into that and you know those that's a 20 minute conversation that you just you kind of have to take it as it comes right and and help this young person through it and say you know we've got this we can do this we can get this we can get there but we've got to be patient and uh we'll get there we'll get you in it it may not be exactly where you want but we'll get it interesting question from laura monk here who says is there a vetted list of contractors that Keith suggests for these projects. Oh boy! I know you get yourself in a slippery situation. My my how's advice. The, how's the Mets doing? This? My advice: check out the partners tab at Real Talk with Keith Smith. Check out the partners tab. That's a good starting point for you. DM me. Look, here's the here's the wonky part of that. You know, well, every, every time I do a recommend, I I have to actually have a conversation with you to understand what you want and how your your expectations are because right right now worst thing that could possibly happen to me is give you a suggestion that doesn't go well you know there's that whole little concern so dm me i'll connect you with some folks that once we have a little bit of a chat it's exactly what you're trying to do he's a good resource here guys yeah, because remember yeah. he's coming from a general contractor's background so he's yeah. vetted most of these people that he's working with yeah and i legitimately saw him do this with a a a um house in the urban ring that needed a little help that needed help to come to market and yeah. he and he gave the home the help it needed and then he got it sold i got it sold Above what I thought we were going to. Solve. Above what you thought it would. Can't be. get into the details. After definitely. remodeling the house yeah. under mar- under the price that you said it would be, yeah. and and less time that you said it would take. And I would say of, that's pretty none much none of the remodeling story. items, by the way, that we did in there was on this list. Yeah, it was simple stuff. It was painting, carpet, drywall work. You know, uh, basically making it smell like a new house again. Yeah, and and it and it made it it made a difference. That was a great deal. I think so. It made a difference. Look, I, I don't want to be I don't want to be cagey and not give names out over there. Just call me, and I will go ahead. I don't think there's anything cagey. Yeah, about yeah. That. I don't. I, I want to help, but reach out to me. Okay. How about this question that's come in? This one's from Spencer. Watching. Oh program. God, you can wait. You know. <laughs> Spencer says this. Then what worries Keith about the real estate market? Oh wow, that's a great question. 
That's a hard one for me to answer because I don't worry. He's that a he, pretty positive guy. Yeah. He's not really much of a worrier. So this is a. Yeah. Uh, all right, how about, let me rephrase Spencer's question. No, no, it's a great question. Is there a headwind in particular that worries you the most or concerns you the most? Well, there's always, there's always the thing you don't know about, right? right? That's always, if, if you want to use the word worried or concerned, it's always about the unknown, the thing you don't know about yet that hits you. And it's how you adapt to that that makes the difference, right? Um, but at the moment, what's before us at the moment, you know, look, I'm deeply concerned about what's happening in some parts of the world, but will that directly impact our housing market here? Probably not. You know, the, the bank issues that are going on, will that impact our local world? Probably not. So what I'm worried about is this phone call I had that I can't help... I, I can't say, got the perfect house, let's go do this, let's get it done. What, what worries me is keeping the buyer in the game. That's, what I guess, what worries me. I, I don't know. I don't, that's a great question. I don't really think that way. It's a weird thing, but I no, don't. No, I'm the same. Um, I appreciate the question, Spencer. I'll try to rephrase it here on the talk show. It's a great question. The, the buyer that we're most... When Mrs. Smith raises the life insurance policy, that worries me. The buyer that we're most concerned about is obviously the first-time one because that buyer does not necessarily have the capital to compete. So if there's something that worries us, it's the future for that. No? Okay, what do you got? I got it. I got it. You know what worries me the most is particularly sellers, because I think buyers do this, not trusting their trusted advisor. I think that's what worries me the most. What worries me is they read what's on the clickbait. They listen to somebody who's not in the field or not in the business every day that really understands or digs into these numbers and these data by the minute uh-huh. in it. And they, that's what worries me. They, start, they, they don't trust our counsel. Okay. And, and that's a difficult thing. You consult for people. You did it with me, right? How long did it take me before I said yes, right? Yeah. Um, a little bit, not too long. Eh, a little bit. Yeah. But, you know, that's, you, you know, think when about s- everything a lot. When somebody hires you for your opinion and you give it and they don't take it, that is a bit worrisome to me. Well, I mean, I'll try to play devil's advocate for the sake of I don't know if that made any sense. That made sense. The market is changing so quickly, it's difficult for someone not in the game to not listen to all the opinions out there. There's, it's, it's, it no, seems I get like that. every quarter is a different market here in Central Virginia. But that's why you want. That's why you want to. What someone is being told, say in January, may be outdated by the time February or March hits. That's. Why I mean, I'm looking at the cashing. Who knew this time last year? Well, we started interest rates started cl- climbing this time last year. Yeah. Right. But who knew cash was going to be to dominate like dom- it has? Uh, yeah. In some locations, 50%. I mean, Charlottesville City, you're basically talking half the deals in all cash. Uh, yeah, I'd have to take a look at Almore it. Almore County, happened. a third. Well, that was as of last week. Yeah, yeah. I would, I would, I would be interested to see what the, what the week over week kind of did on that. But, yeah, so, so I, it's the unknown. Boy, there's very few questions that would stump me. That has stumped me. I don't know how to answer that question. You're not worried about the inventory? Well, I am. Right? But it's going to solve itself out? I don't think that's getting solved anytime soon. I don't think so either. Yeah. No, I don't disagree with that. We're going to have uh, an inventory shortage for a generation. So that's why, that's why this conversation I had with this young teacher was, you know, okay. I was literally, the conversation was, I was watching and listening to the news and expecting uh, prices to drop by 20%. And they've gone up. I said, yep. We do this little show called Real Talk. Why don't you listen to it every once in a while? <laughs> but uh, You told her that was a national headline. That was a national headline. Yeah. It is not happening locally. There's a couple markets locally. Buckingham. That, that, that the prices are, let's say, soft yeah. on it. Um, but, you know, the reality of it is is it's going to be continue to climb in here. and We've got to get on it. Otherwise, you're just going to be going around and around in this hamster wheel. Judah Wickhauer, Jerry Miller, Keith Smith, Real Talk with Keith Smith. This comment's come in 
Um, why is there not more development happening in Augusta and in the Waynesboro area if we have this many buyers? Well, it, it is happening. It is happening, actually. Yeah, it is it happening. It is happening, and we highlighted that, I think it was on the Friday show. It is happening. Where the new construction, that's actually um, one of the few areas that, that are increasing its volume. So the other side of the hill is definitely Did you suggest that? Excuse me? Did you suggest that to the teacher? No, because she still... Wants to stay local. She, yeah, and, and this takes time, right? This takes time. Okay, fine. We have to go through this process slowly and methodically, and eventually we'll, we'll, we'll move out. And then eventually the conversation will have, well, okay, well, hold it. I can afford something in the other side of the hill, and we have to do this whole ROI on gas and versus rent and so forth and so on. But it's a lot of kitchen table um, discussions. Amy Wilson being a teacher, living in Augusta County, that's me, and working in city schools, that's me again, has really made it difficult to pay bills. Say that again? She lives in Augusta and works in city schools, and she says the commute has made it difficult to pay bills. Well, that's bills. what I just said. So some, you have to sit down and do the ROI and say, okay, you're spending this much in fuel, this much in... in um, maintenance on the vehicle what does it look like spending a little extra money if there's if it's even possible to do it she also adds this throw in the fact that it's an additional 30 to 40 minutes and sure. you can see why this is difficult especially as the year goes on time is money yeah time is money right and in the winter in the winter months you're probably leaving in the dark and coming home in in the in the dark but Nancy my, says go to work for augusta county schools well, that's a. You could consider changing jobs. You could you could do that, but the point I was trying to make at when you sit down at the kitchen table and you bring a trusted advisor and you start doing the math and you say, okay, well, what if we find something that's X dollars more, but it's closer? So some folks are just looking at the mortgage payments, but they're not looking at the rest of the costs, which is I think what what we're talking about yeah, right now. Right. So if we can lower these rest of the cost, hundred dollars a month, fifty dollars a month. $200 a month, whatever it is, then maybe we can put it on the purchase side uh, as far as a mortgage goes. That was a lot easier conversation to have when interest rates were 3%. It's much more difficult when it's 5 or 7 and you got to get a little creative. What's the, uh, how many deals have you done on that side? You guys do a fair amount, don't we you? We do, and we do quite yeah, a bit. Yeah, he does a fair amount with Yes Realty Partners. It could be a good guy to reach out to to consider that side of the market. Yeah. Um, yeah. This comment's come in. A lot more are doing this, however. Keith is right. Yeah, so it, it's... My friend Adam, I saw him at the uh, Riverview Park. He's with his kids. We were with our kids. And he was saying he just moved to Augusta County. He's in Charlottesville City Schools. That's a heck of a commute, man. Teachers are heroes. Imagine teaching, then driving to Augusta home after teaching a the, the conversation with Today's the, kids. The conversation with the young person... The young teacher was considering getting out of the profession. Profession. Yeah, we talk about that constantly. So, to your thing, a hundred units closed in the city of Charlottesville. This is everything attached, detached. This is year to date. Year to date, um, attached, detached uh, condos. Four, awfully close. Forty-two of them were cash. So it, you were awfully close to fifty percent. Forty-two hundred units year to date. Forty-two units all cash. So from and that's any kind of product. That's any kind of product. So these are um, detached, attached, and condos. There was a hundred closings between January first to February uh, to May first. Can you believe it's May already? That's May first on it. Forty-two were cash. Four percent. Four of them were were a, con a conventional arm, and then forty nine. If the math is right, I have to. It breaks down a couple other ones. But four of the hundred were an arm. Yeah, go figure. Huh? That's a small percentage. Yeah. So the it's interesting. The median sales price for the cash deals. Median. 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 Okay. Sorry about that. The okay. median sales price for the cash deals was four seventeen five. For the finance, it was five hundred. Don't know what Get that, out of town. Median for cash deals was four seventeen five. Uh, yeah, four seventeen so, five hundred. Median for finance deals was what five oh two. Did you hear that, Judah? Both had the same days on market, by the way. 
31, which I thought. So, City of Charlottesville, year to date, 100 units closed year to date. Year to date. 42 of those units, all cash. Yep. This is any kind of product detached, attached, and condos. Correct. The median price for the cash deals, 417500 Yep. The median price for the finance deals, 502000 So that's the conventional fixed uh, on it. The arms were 432 But, you know, the conventional fix is what you really need to be looking at because they were 49 Does that show the leverage or the uh, buying power of the cash buyer? Yeah. I the delta with price? Uh, I mean, that's I, a substantial delta. You'd have to dig into all of those things, but you're, you're 100% right. Cash is always king. Yeah. Um, you know, we, I can't give you the We're talking about 85K here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's massive. That is that is massive. Just out of curiosity, you're going to do Albemarle County. Look at that. Look at you. Look how good you are. So I'll repeat those numbers. I'll make sure we give real talk with Keith Smith credit if we utilize this information again. Probably on the I Love Seville show. Oh, like we did on, last are we, are, week. Am I supposed to get a royalty? Uh, you will get a royalty. <laughs> uh, the city of Charlottesville. It's the same you, bank that took all the money. Out. Yeah, SVP. <laughs> Your royalty is somewhere in a bank. What did you say? Your royalty is somewhere in a bank account at Silicon Valley Bank. Your royalty is somewhere in the same place the cashier's check. Where, where does it go? Where does that money? Where is that money? Why does it take two days? I don't know why it when takes two days. I literally dollars. was watching it on my phone. Is that right? Look at that. Is the money in purgatory? I, I don't know. Where do you think it is? They probably know it's Smith and they go, yeah, we're going to let him wait a little bit. City of Charlottesville, he's doing Almaro County, 100. Units closed year-to-date in 2023. 42 of those deals have been all cash. That includes any kind of housing product, detached, attached, or condos. Here's a great stat. The median price for those cash deals, 417500 The median price for the finance deals, 502000 Judah, there's an $85,000 delta between the cash deals and the finance deals. That's massive. Almar County. Can't wait to hear it. 489 total sales. So, again, same thing. Year-to-date? Year-to-date. 489? This is uh, detached, attached. There's not a lot of condos in in Almar County, but I threw it in there. And, oh, by the way, it does not segregate out um, new construction. So this is everything. Okay. And I want to, out of curiosity, I want to see what the difference on new construction is. So 489, 146 of them were cash. 146 cash. So there's a bunch of other ones, but the next largest block is your conventional fix at 282. The cash median sales price was, we'll call it 500, 499 comma 995. Median for cash deals was 500K? Let's call it 500. Conventional, 461.8. 461.8, so that's lower. Call it, four, call it 462. Yeah. Now, I'll, I'll bet you when I pull that out, cash, uh, New construction would impact that because there's, oh, no there's no in- new construction yeah. in in uh, the city of, of Charlottesville. Charlottesville. Albemarle County, 489 units sold year to date. Any kind of product, including new construction, in that 489. Of those 489 deals, 146 of them were cash. That's a substantial percentage. 489 times 0.3. So when I'm talking 30 percent. So when I pull out new construction, which is which is what we were talking about on Friday, how new construction is ramping up big time. 334 sales. This is no new construction's pulled out. Okay. 116 were cash. 178 was conventional. What was the uh, total for no no new construction? Three three four. Three three four units closed. No new construction. Cash was one sixteen. Median sales price on that was uh, four fifty nine. One hundred sixteen was cash. Good lord. Conventional fixed was one hundred seventy eight at four fifty. So it's pretty close. Yeah, pretty close. Still, cash is crushing for the no new construction. The cash deals take up even a, a larger percentage. So let's We're look. talking 35%. If you take new construction deals out of the equation, 35% of the deals in Almore County year-to-date have been cash. If you include new construction, that number drops to 30%. Regardless, still a competitive and substantial percentage of the market. New construction only, Almore County. Yeah. 155 units. 30 of them are only cash. So that was a much lower number. 
104 were fixed, conventional fixed. On the 30 cash, the median sales price was 530. On the conventional, which is interesting, on the conventional was 478. That's a huge swing. So cash was roughly 530, conventional 478. Unbelievable. Well, that's the folks, I think, coming down with cash and yeah. buying new construction. That's what I'm saying. I mean, this yeah. is just. But that's, you know, it's. it's is this market comparable to any you've seen in your 37 years of being in business? You ask me that all the time. Um, man, you know, each market's got its own little thing. Okay. Right? Its own little life, right? You know, um, I think from the perspective of a buyer, I, I just think this has been probably one of the hardest, if not the hardest I can remember, to get a buyer across the table because we've just never been able to recover from the time of great unpleasantness and the plummeting of new construction units. Like we went from roughly 2 million units a year down to 500, 500, 300 for like a decade. And it just, we just have not been able to recover from that last couple of years, I think the numbers have been north of a million. I can't remember the exact numbers. Uh, but, you know, and, and until we get that new construction inventory going, it impacts the existing, right? So, I don't uh, see that happening anytime soon. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, it's, uh, I, I had, I, we're doing, a, uh, at the Regional Housing Partnership, we're kind of pivoting from the summit that we did, which was kind of covered what the problem was, and, and we're now talking about solutions, right? Everybody kind of knows what the problem is, so how can we do solutions? So hopefully, hopefully we can come up with some solutions. But to Niels Williamson's point, without a ready, willing, and able seller, I don't care what the rules and zoning says it ain't gonna happen a friend of the program stephanie wells Rhodes, watching the show hey stephanie love when you watch the the show stephanie isc call them up interstate um service company a home's best friend a proud partner of the show isc interstate service company um keith i i appreciate what you're doing here because the clarity that you offer in this approachable setting is 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 welcome um i had no idea that cash was such a dominant player in today's market. I had no idea that the there were four legitimate remodeling items that you can do to your house that will drive return on investment um, at a greater clip than what you paid for the projects. I mean, that sounds like no-brainers to me. Well, um, like I said, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm pulling up 2017 was the last time it was over 100. It was only one, and it was the attic, ins attic insulation. 2016, and I'll, I can put the link in everybody's thing. There was only one that was over 100%, and that, again, was attic insulation. 2015, there was only one that was over 100%, and it was back to the front door. So front door has been a consistent top that two or sense. three. That's the first thing you say. Uh, on it. Uh, but, you know... Let me see. Let's go down to 2013. So that's 10 years back. There wasn't a sink. 10 years ago, there wasn't a, the highest return on investment was 85%, which was your front door. So to, to, to say that there's four items this year that exceed 100%, to me, is blowing my it's mind. It's blowing my mind, too. Um, yeah. And, and it, it only solidifies what we've been talking about on this features and this condition you know, slide number f number four and number five. Hold it. I think I screwed it up. <laughs> three and four. Three and four. Three and four. Three and four is features and 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 condition. One is one. I say I do it in my sleep so I don't screw it up. <laughs> Location, price, features, conditions. Three and four. Thank you, Judah, for keeping me straight. And Judah always keeps us straight. Judah Wickhauer can always jump in here. And he's putting, look at you. You're putting the slides on screen. Oh, Judah, you're... But, but if you look at slide, if you go to my no, slide number two, Judah, again, what's even more amazing, there yeah, is we got a lot one, here. two, three, four, five, six, seven are over 80%. So you have, an, you have seven things. That's your kitchen remodels, uh, siding replacement. There's two versions. There's cement, fire, and vinyl. Cement fiber and vinyl, entry door, stone veneer, garage door, and then now the HVAC. 
those are generating more than 80% of what you, what, you, uh, what you cost to go ahead and do it. So we need to reach out to these folks and ISC in particular and see if you can help me with some of these things. All the partners them. at realtalkwithkeithsmith.com, realtalkwithkeithsmith.com, all the partners um, located there. Um, I'll try to get to as many of these as possible. This is a good one for Keith on Charlottesville. What's the best play if you're looking to buy in Charlottesville and you already have a house that you own? Keith has mentioned before he suggests selling your house and then using a, uh, a caveat. I don't think that's the right word, but using the opportunity to stay in the house for up to 60 days so you can find it. That seems like a short window oh, of not probably much inventory contingency on it. as well. Yeah, he said caveat. I think yeah, he's talking contingency. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah so, I mean, that, that's, that's the outside of the box thinking you have, you have to do. But, but this is all about relationships, right? So I pick up the phone and call the agent on the other side on this particular house you're trying to buy or something like that or we're trying to sell where we communicate back and forth because you know sometimes sellers have to move out right they 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 want to close because they're doing the same thing right someplace else but you know to 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 take a deeper dive into that you know you can put your home on the market you can say, look, um, I'll accept contracts contingent upon me finding another home in so many days, depending on your location, right, and how hot it is. And then, you know, look, we want to negotiate back um, some, some, some rental time, which gives you some runway, you know, two or three months to go ahead and do it. It's how we help the kids in Richmond, literally the same exact thing. And I wrote, I said, look, how about this? The agent on the other side said, you know what, that's perfect. Nobody else of the 30 offers offered that as a solution, and we won. We also were top price, too. Yeah, that helped. But, but, I mean, it was icing on the cake. It was icing on the cake. So you can negotiate on the front end as the seller to try to stay in your home. If it's in a place that is going to draw a lot of activity, right, then you're in a great position to do that. And trust me, you will find buyers that will be more than happy to do that. Then um, you have a pot of cash and go buy something. This is from uh, Jennifer, who says, how's the wintergreen market doing, Keith, now that the market has slowed some? Well, I haven't looked at it in a little while. I, I don't want to disparage my Nelson County, Green County, uh, wintergreen folks, but I think when I start taking a look at that, you're going to find quarter over quarter, it's a little soft. I think inventory is going up. Uh, and it's a, it's going to be a little little soft. I think a lot of that has to do with uh, the euphoria of work from home, and and the pandemic. that's gone away. It's it's gone away. Uh, yeah, so I, I can uh, I can look at that and be ready for it on Friday. It's just you and I on Friday again. Fridays he'll he'll bring that up on yeah, Friday show. That's a good idea. Friday. I would imagine the winter green market is. Flat at best. Uh, yeah, I I, <clears throat> I can try to do some. No, 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 no. Let's yeah, save it Friday. Yeah, That's yeah, a good point yeah, for Friday. I'll save it for Friday. I'll do some some data, some slides for the show on yeah, Friday. Yeah, I would I would think it would be flat at best. Um, all right, how about this for the viewers and listeners watching the program? You're the voice of reason, Keith. You become uh, often the voice of real estate locally. Offer some. Uh, Did you say reason? <laughs> voice of real estate locally. There you go. That's what I said. You, the show you, is yours, my friend. You clearly haven't spoken to my wife about that whole reason thing. You have reason. Yeah. I speak, yeah. you know. Is that, is that a beer, reason? Isn't a beer? Reason is a brewery. Brewery, see? Uh, actually, it was a brewery. Champion acquired reason. It is now no more. Well, okay. Back, back on a higher note. Uh, multiple people are putting um, the listings that are on the market in Wintergreen right now. Yeah, it's and a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. Guys, there's a lot of listings on the market right now. Yeah, Wintergreen has always been one of these. And we, 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 really, we really should bring Gavin Sherwood in, who's an expert on, on Wintergreen, not so much myself on that. I've only done a few sales and out there over the years. But it's, it's a vacation community for the most part. Sloan and says there's 17 homes on the market in Wintergreen right now. Is that David? Sloan. Sloan. Okay. No, 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 no. Not, David's, not yeah, David Sloan. No, I love David Sloan. Though. I love him very much. So. 17 homes on the market. Yeah, yeah. It, it, and if you take a look at the absorption rate, it's back in the days on market. It's just, you know, people buy into Wintergreen because they can and this is their, their home that they go 
and you know ski Chill. at or whatever. Yeah, have whatever. fun. Yeah, have fun. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk wintergreen guys on Friday. Some closing thoughts from the distinguished gentleman. Yeah, you know, I just I can't I keep on thinking two things. Um, one was the conversation I had with the young teacher on the way in today, and you know, if you're in the market to buy, be patient, right? And you know, it, it this this too shall pass. We will win the day. It'll take time, but we will win the day. Uh, and you know. Uh, the fact that the HVAC is the number one uh, is just blew my mind. I did when I opened it up over the weekend. I did not expect it. I fully expected the garage door to be number one again, and it it, it got kicked down to number two. But there's there's look look at these slides. There's four things that you can do to your home that'll increase your value right off the bat that that you'll get over 100% of what you put into it. Uh, We'll save Wintergreen for Friday, and we'll save the financing from Jason for Scott on Wednesday's show. Scott Morris of Ross Mortgage on Wednesday's program, so we'll talk um, all the bank questions. I think you did a fantastic job putting together yet another strong show. I learned quite a bit today. Thank you. You know I like the data. I know you do. Uh, are the slides going to be archived at Real Talk with Keith Smith? It's, that, that's actually not a bad idea. Can we archive them here? Real Talk okay. with Keith Smith. Um, my friend, bravo. Bravo. Thank you. Have a great day, everybody. Uh, patience, and I'm going to go try to help a young teacher find a house. He helps people buy and sell that's houses. Right. That's right. If you need somebody to uh, ride or die with you, here's the There you the go. I'm in. You. I'm in 100%. Keith Smith, yes, 110%, actually. 110%. Or in the HVAC electrification conversion process. 103.5%. 103.5%. And, you know, yeah. that's pretty damn good. Garage door would be 102%. Stone. I, would take that, I would take that as well. That's right. I would take all the way down to the entry door replacement of 100.9%. I'll take it. Judah Wick Howard, Keith Smith, Jerry Miller, Real Talk, presented by Yes Realty Partners, I Love Seville Show, in T-minus one hour. Pull down the partner tabs. Partners. Website. Please. Do it. Please. Thank you kindly for joining us. So long, everybody. Bravo, my friend. Yeah, thank you. That was a good idea, doing this. Oh.